You are now tuned into the Mankind Podcast. Yo, welcome to the show. I am your host, Man Killer Kind, and you are listening to Tucson, Arizona's number one hip hop internet show, The Mankind Podcast. We appreciate all the support and love we've been getting and receiving from their community, and we are fired up to bring you a ton of new and slightly used content, so let's taco about it. Conway the Machine is bringing his Big Bang brand of street rap to the Tucson Hip Hop Festival on March 28th, 2020, and like he posted on his socials at Who is Conway, it's gonna be lit. You already know the lineup is going to be stacked with the dopest locals and featuring all the elements of the THHF 20 is a do not miss event. Tickets are on sale now on their website, TucsonHipHopFestival.com. And you can be a part of the dream and help us by coming to the THHF Volunteer Orientation on March 14th, 2020 at the AC Marriott Hotel downtown. It's at 11 a.m. The whole team will be there. It's a great way to help out the community and get a free exclusive t-shirt and free entry to the THHF, actually to all THHF events. All the details are on their website and I can't wait to see you there. As you might know, we've been recording our shows at the very gracious South Sixth Bodega located in the Tucson Mall. We are super excited to announce that during the month of March, we're partnering with 850 and S6B to bring you the 850 takeover at the Glass House. So every Wednesday in March, 7 p.m., we will be hosting a live interview and meet and greet with a member of the infamous 850 gang. That's right. Starting on March 4th with the incredible producer at Counted by Chris and followed by the young bull ASCII on March 11th. And then your favorite rapper's favorite rapper at the Soul Point on March 18th. Come on down, take some pics, get an autograph, and grab some merch. And check out some of the amazing new stuff going up at South Six Bodega. Support your locals. Check out themankindshow.com for links and details, free tickets to those events. So we also hope to see you all there. Just really quickly, I'd like to mention the Vault series. That's the revamp of our archives. And we have three newly released, never-seen-before video episodes out on our IGTV and our YouTube channels featuring SURE, Echo, a local rapper, and Byron Hyperion, the prolific producer and local creative. I'm thinking of keeping these episodes exclusively on our socials so go check them out on igtv and youtube and let us know what you think um you can really actually let us know by the way just call 520-276-9121 that's our shout out hotline and drop us a text or leave us a message and we might just play it on the show. Jay Tilt has been one of the most prominent artists on the tuck scene for several years now. 
His blend of realistic street rap and vivid storytelling over melodic and hard-hitting beats makes every project he releases something very special. His personality resonates an uplifting and motivating vibe that will make anyone a fan before they've even heard his music. So our conversation covered some of his early career and gave us insight into his journey so far. So as always, I truly appreciate you tuning in. And now for your listening pleasure. From the illustrious South 6th Bodega, the Mankind Podcast presents No Setbacks, our interview with the immaculate Jay Tilt. Bro, I'm a big Lord of the Rings and Star Wars fan. Seriously. <laughs> High key, man. No. For real, bro. <laughs> Yeah, for real, bro. A lot of people be like tripped out when I'm like, "Yo, I'm into." It. People don't know, man, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, bro. I had to, I had to see. I watched it the first time to like see it, and then the second time I watched it to understand it. Yeah, right. Yeah, I mean, the more things you see, like all it all comes into play, bro. Man, so honestly, my buddies used to just call me Tilt, and then. When I wanted to make music, I'm like, I got to make it more catchier than that. So I'm like, my name's Josh. So I'm like, you know what I mean? Just two and two. That's where the J comes from, you know what I mean? So that's pretty much how I did it. Man, it means it's literally all me, bro. I don't know. Like, to me, my music is like a description of myself. Uh, very vague, very uh, blunt, very uh, cunning, very edgy, you know? I uh, started... Rapping probably like around 16. And like my buddies, like one of my buddies' name was Antonio. Like he was rapping already, man. And like he, uh, he would just like tell me to do it, bro. And I didn't think I had it. He'd be like, bro, you're good, dog. I already know you can do it. Yeah. And I don't even, I didn't see it, but he's seen it, bro. And then like we would just be like at his house and he'll be freestyling for hours, man. And he'd be like, just try it, bro. And I finally did. And then, you know, next thing you know, like, that's when we were, like, we were at high school, so like we'd go to the high school parties, you know, the cypher circle had to get real, bro. So every circle I was in it after a while, bro. And then I was like, yo, I want to make music. So I started writing, bro, from there, honestly. And I would just, I, I remember I didn't know how to really make a song. And I would just, like, write, like, 64 bars, man. Like, for real, there's, like, write 64 bars and, like. I don't know, just keep going. I would, yeah, I would just keep going in, bro. Like, until I learned how to do structured songs, and then, like, I felt like my hooks needed help. So then I started working on that, man. And then, just like, I took like two years off of even making music because I was, I wasn't, uh, what's the word, motivated. I was going through a tough time in my life, so, like, I didn't even make music for two years. So, like, yeah, and then, uh, got incarcerated for a little bit. And after that, I was going to have a, a son, you know, so that's when I took music serious. So I told myself, you know, it's either now or never. If not, you know, I'll go do something else. And uh, that's really how it came into play, bro. I went all in, and then the results, you know what I mean? What I would like to always do, man, I would, uh, like, before I would write, I would always just listen to music that motivated me. So, like, a lot of my artists I liked, I would just listen to them just to get, like, my mind open and then write. So, like... It kind of just, like, molded me to then I figured out, like, I didn't want to sound like th- them. Although I was inspired and influenced, I didn't want to be like them or, like, you know, 
sound like them, especially because then people were going to be like, oh, you sound just like this person. It's unoriginal, et cetera, et cetera. So, like, I kind of, like, learned how to gain uh, motivation from it and then just use it and run with it. The naiveness of not knowing everything, I understand it a lot more now. Like, you know, like, I feel like the young me was like, oh, I want to make, like, a hit record off Smash and, like, blow up and be on the radio overnight type of you know what I mean? But the more mature me now, you know what I mean? And not knowing things like I've seen so much things with this game and like how it works. That like you don't got to be a, up there to be there. You know what I mean? And to make a living off of it. I really just want to make a living off of it. You know what I mean, so it's definitely possible. It's just about, I guess, the younger me was just more naive to like the ins and outs. I think some of my challenges is like the music is there. It's just the getting noticed. You know what I'm saying? And being independent is very tough. Like when I had like a when I had like somebody behind me backing me, it was a lot easier to get. You know what I mean? For me to get noticed, because all I had to worry about was the music. Now I got to worry about the music. I got to worry about the fans. I got to worry about the views. I got to worry about everything. You know what I mean? So it's a very tough process, but I'm, I'm still learning. So in the morning, like I try not to let Showtime really affect me. I just literally just go throughout my day normal because like. Really not too much for me to have to really think about because I know I'm just going to do the same thing I'm used to already doing, which is rapping. Like, been practicing this forever. Unless I have, like, a new song, really, that I'm going to, like, perform that night. If I have a new song I'm performing that night, I'm definitely, like, every chance I get, I'm I'm on my way to work. I'm playing the the beat. I'm rapping the song exactly, making sure I know it because I'm not that comfortable with it yet. You know what I'm saying? But other than that, it's a very chillaxed day until around, like, I start getting nervous, I'll say T-minus an hour and a half before I hit stage. You know what I mean? And I got to pee like three times. Like, I don't know why, bro, but like, you take this weird feeling. But it's like this, I don't know, once I pee, though, it's over, man. Like, yeah. I try to keep a clear mind while, like, I'm on stage just for the simple fact is I can be aware of everything. And, like, when I'm keeping a clear mind, the lyrics are just going to flow through. Things that are distracting is, like, if my DJ does something that we haven't practiced or something, that automatically throws me off, you know what I'm saying? Like, it throws the funk way off a little bit, but I got to catch it back, like, right away. But those are the type of things that throw me off. Uh, I usually just pray, man, especially if I'm nervous. Like, if I'm nervous, man, I just pray. Because the only reason why I'm nervous is because he put me in that position. So things like trial and error with the crowd reactions, just like what we have tried and what we haven't, what the crowd's reacted to in the past and what they haven't. And honestly, just a good feel, like how I feel ultimately doing it. Like, I don't want to do a set that, like, I feel is not me. Like, I'm just doing it because other people want to hear it. You know what I'm saying? Like, I have to put my all into it, too. So it's going to be something that I definitely feel. And I'll get some, like, feedback from my DJ, what he thinks that we should do. Because from, like, things that he's seen in the crowd that I maybe didn't see, you know. So that all comes into play. Honestly, crowd reaction, you know, like... The crowd reaction is the best part of it all because it lets you know like what you're doing is not wasted. It lets you know that they're feeling it, that they're actually paying attention. You know what I mean? At the end of the day, nobody wants to be up there for no reason, wasting their time. This is this is a great question, bro, because like, I've been around this whole country. And I, we know that. <laughs> yeah, so I've been around this whole country, and uh, what I can say, no offense to any other places, but uh, 
you know, Tucson has a very strong hip hop scene. Like we have some like people who are really very talented, and that's not very common in a lot of other places. Like, out of all the places I've been to, the hip hop like we'll, we'll get openers and like, what's going on? You know what I mean? Like, in the, I'm not even big shows. Even when we do these little shows, that's when you get the real local talent. You know what I'm saying? And you're like, whoa, Tucson might be up there, and it's like, why haven't we made it as a whole collective yet? You know, it's very like strange to me, but I think it's just like some barriers we might need to be need to break down in the future, or I mean, somebody needs to get the key. You know what I mean, <laughs> I'm trying, bro. I'm I'm definitely trying, bro. Like, I I know where the talent is. You know what I mean? You know, I did the House of Blues in uh, San Diego. Catered food. House of Blues was dope. Maybe even Denver. Denver's crowd is the best crowd you're ever gonna get. <laughs> I mean, yeah, that's all vibe, all vibe. Okay, so like me looking at my last year, like I have like this tendency to like <laughs> I'll drop music, I could drop an album, and then just like let it just marinate. You know what I'm saying? So I haven't really dropped music in a year. I dropped one song since my album dropped, and that was a feature I did. So it wasn't even a whole song. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I dropped. I was on probably like six features, seven features this summer. You know what I mean? Some features I did, people didn't even drop them. I probably did like 12 features. People didn't even drop them. I don't know what their plans are, you know what I mean? But it is what it is. Everything is very strategic. And I feel like, but, uh, you know, nobody really has the answers on how it really works. So, like, you know, sometimes I feel like, oh, maybe I should be dropping every week. But then I know about distortion and, like, crowding and getting to people like, oh, they get tired of it. But then it's like, the music's good. I don't know. I think it just works different for everybody, man. Like, some people need to keep providing those, you know what I'm saying? And, like, in a different sense of, like, I feel like my music is so strong that it takes time to, like, rest upon people and marinate that once you actually hear it, then you'll finally get it. Like, it's not going to be, like, most of my songs are not going to be those songs that you hear right away. You're like, oh, my God, like, I want to turn up and listen to this song all day. Like, you hear it once, you're like, oh, that's cool. You hear it the second time, like, yo, I finally get it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then it tu- and then it touched you, you know what I'm saying? Exactly. Man, I used to have a lot of older audience. I feel like I'm starting to get more people my age and younger people. But it's a process, man. It's definitely a process. It's like older people really uh uh what's the word I want to say? Appreciate my appreciate my music. Yeah, they're like, "Yo, I love what you're talking about." You're not talking about all these guns, drugs, violence, but you are, but in a different way. You know what I'm saying? Whatever the case is. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my approach is very different, you know what I'm saying? But I'm starting, I think, to touch the youth a lot more. You know, the ones that want to be woke shall be. Yeah, right. You want to stay asleep? You can. <laughs> I don't think you guys ever see me in any type of altercation online, ever. I don't deal with it. <laughs> Bro, like, if people come at me crooked online, like, I'm not about to Twitter fingers with you at all, man. Like... For real, I, I feel like if anybody got a problem with me personally, <laughs> if anybody got a problem with me personally, we can definitely discuss it, and that's how, how that's how I always just held my composure, bro. I don't. I think that's probably why it doesn't come my way because I don't indulge in it. Like you'll get you'll get ignored, you know what I mean? And then we'll see you in person and, and <laughs> stand up, guy. <laughs> I might act crazy a little bit sometimes, but I'm a human. I'm a critic, man. I'm like the biggest critic. It's sometimes like to a fault Like it sucks Because I won't give people the chance sometimes I just know how much effort it takes into it Like when I meet new rappers sometimes And I know that they're hard in it Like it's hard for me to even look them in the eye Like you know what I mean Like 
Because I feel like they're trying to get me to understand them so much, but I can't relate. You know what I mean? Like, they're doing it for a whole different reason why I'm doing it, so I don't really, like, I can't relate at all. <laughs> Man, I think just with all the new music coming out, I'm always listening to, like, my same couple albums, to that real music, and just always staying in that mood. Like, I always trying to, like, think of something that, like, at a point in time in my life helped me out, like, that type of music, and listen to it, like, now. Yeah. I always try to like pick an album and listen to it for the day. Hang out with my kids, man. Uh, fun. Let's see. I feel like, honestly, everybody like. I don't know. My fun is like being able to travel, man, and like being able to just rap in different places. That's kind of like what my fun is. Yeah. But like, if I had to choose, just like probably coaching football, bro. Okay. Honestly, like that's probably the most fun I have. Like, it's like reliving a childhood, but, like, in a different way. Like, I don't know. I get to, like, I want to say manipulate the situation, but, like, help manifest the situation. You know what I'm saying? So, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm an Indianapolis Colts fan. Oh, I was close to the Raiders, man. Man, that's a very tough question because, like, I know you see everything that's happening. Like, as of recently, like, you know, we starting to get noticed, bro. You know what I mean? So... I don't know. I think I feel like it's just a matter of time, dog. Like us, me being on tour with Dizzy and like getting a, getting a uh, relationship with them and just meeting them and just them accepting me, bringing me around, things like that. Like just getting being a part of the industry already and just learning stuff and like me having buddies who are in the industry, like you know, like truly for one, bro. Like you know what I mean? Like we've been rocking for a minute, bro, and uh, it's just I think it's just about opportunity right now, bro. Like. I really don't have a uh, a whole vision of what it's going to be like because I don't know because it's going to be very opti- – I'm trying to be optimistic about it. You know what I'm saying? Because we have so many, like, I'm going to say key players, you know what I mean, who can very who, who are literally on the verge. There's probably about five of us on the verge <laughs> any minute now. But that's exactly what we need, bro, because we all can't be the coach. We all can't be a player, bro. You know what I'm saying? They don't even believe I'm from here, bro. But I had to like, I had to like stress that locally. I definitely, I love, I love Cash's music. Uh, Marley's music definitely spiritual, man. But like, man, it's me and spiritual, bro. We go back so, so like, I don't know if like, he's the one who produced Product '93, the whole album. But that's when he was going by Proper One, so it was produced by Proper One. So that's him, bro. He was 15 years old. Lil Mike, man. He was 15, bro. And, like, and now he just got signed. Like, me seeing all this happen, bro, like, I'm just proud of him, man. And it's like, like I, def- I, def- I definitely mess with my dude, bro. Like, he's one of the first dudes who believed in me. Like, we took the full ride, man. You know what I'm saying? Like, he, was, he, he got some key songs on product of uh, years later. Problems, uh, Sirens. 1994. You didn't even know he made it. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, he, did, he a genius, bro. Bro, so on iTunes right now, my Years Later album is the number one. Like, it's one of my top songs. Uh, and, like, and at first, at first, no setbacks was for the longest. But some people, somebody got a hold of that Years Later, man. Somewhere, somewhere out there, bro. Man, just shout out to my DJ, bro, Chris. Shout out, shout out my family. Uh, my kids. The city, definitely, man. Uh, shout out my boy Reezy, bro, for that no setbacks. We definitely got something in store, man. Like, for real, I got something crazy in store. I'm just working on this album right now, though, bro, just so I can give the fans something. But uh, I'm going to be work- back working with Still Moving and Reezy.
doing no setbacks too, hopefully. So, <laughs> yeah, so that's definitely in the play, but I just, I'm just being strategic about it when we do it. So, I, I remember we was in the other shop, bro, so that's crazy, bro. It's a good blow up. Hey, oh, bro. At the radio station. Yo, what up? This is Jay Tom with Mankind Podcast. One more time for one of Tucson's five deadly venoms, Jay Tilt. One more time for Chepe, Capture, and the Bodega Boys down at S6B for having us. And check out our website, The Mankind Show, for tickets and details. Also, subscribe to our YouTube channel and leave us a five-star review, please, 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 on Apple Podcasts. Also, follow Jay Tilt, South Six Bodega, Pod Crafty, at Who Is Conway, at Counted by Chris, at Asky Baby, at The Soul Point, at Tucson Hip Hop Festival, and at Mankind Pod. And thank you for listening.